Real Cool Sports. This is Liz. This is Remy. And we're back for another episode. It's been a little bit since we've recorded. We January's just been, we were just talking about it. January is a slow going month. Well, for us, like, not for the NBA. Yeah, I feel like it's starting. This is the time. This week till the 8th of February is, is going to be like a frantic NBA time because it's what? trade deadline is in it has literally. been a roller coaster in the NBA. Yeah. This this yeah. I you know I was making a list before we talked. Now I'm realizing I was like there's other stuff on it I want to put on. I mean I don't even know where to start. Like where do we I, start? I got, I got a good one. Let's start with okay farewell to Pascal Siakam <laughs> okay. and and the Raptors finally made that trade. They did finally make that trade. I was doing some editing going back and I was like, oh man, we were talking, like, we were talking about this kind of stuff and yeah, they, they made the trade. Okay. So I've been asking. How, how are you? How, let, let me ask you first. How are you feeling about it? I think. Okay. So this is my whole thing with the Raptors. This is my Raptors theory of the thing. Okay. The Raptors 2019 team that won the championship. Mm-hmm. was built very well but it's not sustainable because you're very much Kawhi was hit or miss to leave or not to leave right and you're and the other players that were on your team that were your starters in, your, in the bigger roles were, mm-hmm. were aging stars so you would have to part with them eventually right I, I don't know if like maybe if Kawhi is there another year the development of Siakam and Van Vliet is a different than it was but they had the reins it was kind of like let's give these guys the reins were they superstar worthy of the reins i can't tell you that because they had it here and it didn't it they, they their record was worse every single year so I, it was I, like i i think I, I think well okay finish what you're saying actually let me so let me it's, if you look at it from from if you go 10 years, because it was it was a 10-year build, right? They're mm-hmm. supposed to blow it up. Then they traded and got some pieces. They got a little bit better. They kept incrementally getting better. Mm-hmm. Then they did the big flip for Kawhi. You win a championship mm-hmm. and you start incrementally getting worse. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's almost like like every team in the NBA, it's like a 10-year spill. You mm-hmm. have to kind of like either you super tank or you get lucky. And you have a bad off year and you get a high draft pick and then that person's there and you can kind of build around them by trading off pieces and building assets around them. Some teams are lucky enough to get that. So they never really have a tank like Miami. Miami never really is on the bottom because they always seem to get one player that fits them and then they 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 know what they're doing i mean there's there's a lot of experience in the front office miami yeah for sure and it was kind of unfair to assume that Siakam and Fred and OG would have been able to do what Kawhi Lowry were able to do. Like, it was like a lot of pressure well, that we kind of, and we never really, fair enough, we never built around Siakam either. We kind of built around the, them as a team, right. not as an individual player. Well, I think you're missing the, also, the in, from my perspective, the key part, which is Kyle Lowry who actually also was traded this week. 
to the Hornets, whether he'll stay there or not. Some people are saying he will get traded again and end up at a contender. I don't know. He's unfortunately getting old. He's still really good. I think Kyle Lowry is a really important piece. And once he left. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was it was they didn't have to trade him. That's the thing. At that point, you, you gave the reins to Fred without yeah. knowing if he could handle the reins of that team. Right. And to be 100% honest, he didn't. He didn't. No. Like, and like, he's yeah. gone to Houston. He's taken a bag and gone to Houston. And Houston ain't that much better. Right. They're, in the bottom, they're not even in the playoffs. Right. So, and you're supposed to be leading that team. So, again, Siakam to Indiana, it's still early. Yeah. But there hasn't been, like, is Siakam good enough to win a game without Halliburton? I mean, because they haven't won one. They haven't. They wouldn't win one with him either. But he's still kind of injured. But it's like he's a good player. Mm. But th- like, is he your second option? Maybe Halliburton's your first for sure. I, I mean, but, I, I'm as you know, I'm I'm not really a Siakam truther out here. You know, believer. I kind me, me of neither. Yeah, 100%. I mean, yeah. so there's people that love him. There's people that think he's amazing. So on. I love his, I love his stir- story. I love his work ethic, and he's a great NBA player. Yeah, no, but I, but in that superstar level of like two hundred million dollars, and you run the team, or that's even not his game. even as a, a like what they, I think what like a second option player as your best second option. I'm not sure if he's even that like I don't know if he's your best second option so uh, we'll see at Indiana we'll see early days you know if he could play the three in Indiana he might be way better option because he was playing the three in Mm -hmm. 2019 and he wasn't whoever was guarding him he was able to destroy because he's Mm -hmm. bigger than them so he could post them a little bit He's not strong enough to post a four and definitely can't really post a five. He does it, no. but he kind of like, you know, he gets pushed around a little bit. And that, yeah, that's a, that's the biggest thing. He's been out of position in Toronto for a long time. So that's, yeah. So that's, that's, right? I mean, that's gonna, that's gonna be a big thing. Well, now Toronto is on the, on the end of now, how they're much rebuilt. tanking is happening right now. <laughs> now there's two things that I would say. I don't think they're intentionally trying to tank. Right? I don't think they have a choice. But I think it's like I think they're sort of in this. You've got a player like you've got a player like so you've got Scotty Barnes and Emmanuel Quickly, who kind of like to make sure everybody else is getting theirs, right. and they haven't figured like Scotty hasn't figured out like hey listen, you have to take all the Siakam shots, like when the team ain't scoring, you've got to go and get. Right. You need a go-to move to get to the back to get a bucket. Right, right. He does everything everywhere. Right. And there's no go-to move yet. That comes with time. Right. So this team is not like they turn the ball over a lot, but they don't like it's exciting to see because they, they they do when they are in good rhythm, it's exciting. Right. But they're far off the, the plane they and they're gonna make more trades. So they're gonna get even worse before they get better because just the when pain. You start, Listen, yeah, this, this, this is the pain. pain, but it could just be one year of pain. As my accountant sometimes says, short-term pain for long-term gain. <laughs> yeah. They're not like, they're not like, I'd rather them do this right now than 
be trying to to play to get into the playoffs mm. and lose games like the Lakers are doing. Well, right? like the Lakers—that's a—that's a—they aren't even on my list to talk about, but they're—they're they're having some trouble over there on the West Coast. And they can't do anything. They don't have assets to do anything. It's not—they right. don't have right. draft picks. They don't have—they have. Well, nothing. this is this is the thing. What the Raptors are doing is they're just collecting the assets. They're collecting the draft yeah. picks. They're gonna like, okay, now I have the pieces I need to do the things I need to do moving forward so you know we'll see what happens with the raptors this year's going to be rough they, they, it's going to be some time and i hope they keep uh, the coach around because also one thing we haven't talked about with coach um darko he stood up for his players against the refs <laughs> he got the, fined he got fine fined. Small. small very small for for his explosiveness he, he did it very explosively but then like was it a couple days later? Another coach pulled out his laptop. Who was it? That was Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Yes, it was Mike Brown. Pulled out his laptop and was complaining about the rest. I got like, a, I got he, a double. I got the double video. the fine. Double the fine. Because well, he because he showed the video. He was like he yeah. didn't just like run his mouth. So he like. <laughs> I love to see it was the great. coaches stand for their players. Yes. Take yes. the fine. It's you. You're making millions of dollars. That's a. Right. That's a that's a coin in the in the in the world. Keep keep a fine fund. Be like yeah. I've got I've oh, got yeah. I've got you know hundred thousand my fines this year. If I'm a coach and I'm signing to play with the team, I'm like, yo, you need to allocate at least a hundred thousand to two hundred thousand dollars for the season because I'm gonna say some shit and we're gonna have to pay for it, <laughs> right? Like right. I got my teams back. So also before we get off the Raptors, right? You know they got Bruce Brown, so they're probably gonna trade Bruce Brown to a team for a, for a first round draft pick. Yeah. Or maybe a good player. Yeah. Boucher might not be there. They could wrap Boucher with, with Brown to sit cuz nobody's looking for Boucher. Send send him send him well Boucher is a big man, right? Send him yeah. we, we need a Cleveland needs a big man a big man he, to come off the bench right he, now. <laughs> he, needs to, he needs to go to a team that he doesn't have to like do too much. And he could just be a spark plug off the bench. So maybe Cleveland is... Cleveland really... Cle Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland needs that for the next 25 games. Yeah, yeah, they do definitely, man. One that doesn't decide that they want to, like, boost themselves. <laughs> One that's so, not taking performance-enhancing drugs. <laughs> and he has championship experience. So actually... He He's got two rings. See? One, I... one with Golden State. I don't think Cleveland yeah. has anything to trade. Well, they do have things. Well, that okay. We're not going to talk about Cleveland yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. but here's the thing: a discussion. I would, I would, I would say they do have things. If to the trade. Raptors, you could just trade for a second round pick. He's not a first round. He's not going to get you no first or a player. He's not that good. I'm, I'm not the dissing, but but like, no, Cleveland's but not going to give up anything of value for him. Right, right. You right. kind of, you kind of have to what, give them some what Cleveland has. I don't think Cleveland has anything in draft picks to get. I'm not. I don't. I, 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 and I'm not too sure. We'll, well, take a take some further down, right? Because so anyway. before anyway. we get off, so one, one more thing about the Raptors. So Darko and his wife, they yeah. set up this fund for three different hospitals, sick kids here, yeah. one in Memphis and one in their hometown, where they are donating. I think it's twenty dollars. For every assist that the Raptors make in a game, and so far they've donated, I think it's twenty six thousand dollars or something nice. around the, that mark of that, nice. which I think is great. Like I, I think he'll be a, a long term coach here because yeah. he's a good development coach, right? Yeah. So and they'll keep him here for a long time, 
and he'll develop into a championship coach. Right. I think the thing with Nick Nurse is Nick Nurse is a star players coach, not a development players coach. Mm. So he's able to come in and coach Gwen, so, those guys at a high level. And look what he's doing with Embiid. Like, I'm, I'm not going to lie, Embiid is scary. I wouldn't want to play them in the playoffs because Nick Nurse is a good game-to-game, team-to-team schemer when it comes to coaching. So if they can follow it, they could go deep go deep in the playoffs. I mean, okay. Or they can also exit in the first round. Anything can happen. It depends Anything on- can happen. Anything <laughs> yeah. can happen. Should we talk about, like, you know, Nick Nurse replaced a certain coach who is back in a job. Should we talk okay, about so this? Are we going to talk about that? Are we done talking about the Raptors? Have you said everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raptors done. Okay. okay. Dark is going to be here a while. That's we, great. Before we get into it, I want to say something about so, Doc Rivers. Yeah? Okay. We're going to say something. Say it about Doc Rivers. We're going to talk about Doc Rivers. So Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers is, is actually funny thing. He's the only coach that I've known in my time that's got traded for draft picks. And he's coaching the Boston Celtics. Traded him to the Clippers to be the Clippers coach for draft compensation. He was. He was. He was. This guy is always has a job. He doesn't <laughs> always win, but he always has a job. You know what? There are some people like that. You know, you know, you got a friend like that. I have a friend like that. It, it's actually, it's, like- it's, it's me, basically. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you're a bit <laughs> of that person. But I have, I have another friend like that who shall remain nameless. And they always get jobs. And I'm like, how? Yeah. How does this person keep getting? They don't keep them for long. They don't keep them for long. I will say that, but they they get the jobs and they get paid too. And I'm like, I, I it's it's a skill set. It there is a skill set to getting a job and getting the bag. And Doc Rivers has that skill set. So Doc Rivers is the new coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. They fired a coach and hired a coach. In the same day. I didn't even sleep. I mean. I seen the firing on my phone. I was like, damn. I got home later on. I seen the hiring. I'm like, damn. And (laughs) CNN Sports broke the news. By mistake. Oh, that was an accident? They they were supposed to allow Woj to break the news? No, so basically, (laughs) it was, it's one of those things where. What inside information do you have? This is the inside information. You got TNT, all these companies are all, all owned by each other, right? right. The, I don't think they were supposed to break the news of the hiring till like the next day. What CNN wanted to do was, if we can get out in front first, say it, another news sports thing will pick it up and we will have like first to the gate. Right. So they said it. It, it. it was like, I think it was just like, Doc Rivers has been hired by Milwaukee. Yeah. But all the other sources, sports sources are like, there's a couple of candidates. Doc Rivers is at the top. So they hadn't really secured it. Right. With like, and it makes a weird, it's it's weird because Doc Rivers was hired by Milwaukee in December. Right. To do consulting. Right. He literally consulted himself into that job. I was watching the the TNT clips because TNT then reported it after they heard it. And Jamal Crawford, he was funny. He was low-key the funniest because you you could tell he was not feeling the Doc Rivers hire. I don't think any of them were, but he mentioned hiring Doc as a consultant. And he said, yeah, you know, Shaq said something like, yeah, they hired him to help out Griffin. And and 
<laughs> Jamal Crawford was like, yeah, he helped him out. <laughs> he helped him. And he helped him. And Shaq was like, I got that. <laughs> it took a few he minutes. Did. But yeah, he, he helped did. him right out the door. Right out of a job. Right out of a job. And to be um, fair, I'll be fair. I don't know if Adrian Griffin was the lead person for the Raptors job and said he had other jobs and then got the Milwaukee uh, job. Right. Right. Because I know for sure Giannis didn't want Nick Nurse. Right. Mm-hmm. We all know that report came out that he was like, no way. And really? he was champion. Yeah. And he was champion. I didn't see that. Okay. Yeah. They didn't want Nick Nurse, obviously, because of what we did to them in the playoffs. <laughs> right. But Adrian Griffin, he's like, yeah, he wants Adrian Griffin. He championed for him. Right. Right. Well, and I think, I don't know if it was like Adrian Griffin was like mauling between the two because my Raptors didn't hire their coach till after these coaching jobs right, were right, settled. Right, right, right. There was so did, he tu- did he turn down the Raptors job for the Milwaukee one? And then now he has no job. I mean, he's still getting paid. So it's all right. He's still getting paid. He'll, and he'll get another job. They were doing well enough that he'll get another job. He'll get another a chance. And, and maybe in a more if, friendly if situation. Because that was probably not a friendly situation. So one of the other things that we're saying in the news report is that in the report that and Candace Parker commented on this was that when they hired Adrian Griffin, they weren't thinking that they were going to go for a championship that year. Now, first of all, you have Giannis on your team. So how do you think that that's crazy, but they hadn't done the Dame Lillard trade yet. So they hired Adrian Griffin before they traded for Dame Lillard. And then they got Damien Lillard and everything sort of changed. Now add to that, that Giannis said he didn't know Griffin was going to be fired. I saw that somewhere today. today. Yeah, today, yeah. So, and I saw another Skip Bayless said, and who, you know, questioned Skip Bayless, but he said that it was Damian Lillard. I believe it was him, that Damian Lillard was the one who wanted Adrian Griffin gone. So you don't believe that or do? I believe, uh, do I believe that Giannis had no idea? Maybe because mm. why would they have to tell him? Right. 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 Like I know he's a star player, but at the end of the day, they don't have to tell you nothing. Right. Do I believe that Dame Lillard had a lot? Of course, because he's your fresh face that came over. He's right. not performing like he did in Portland. And Dame, what's going on? But really, a lot of people are saying it's not only just Dame, it's all the players on the team. Right. Adrian Griffin is a great defensive coach. Right. Everybody has to play. Do you like you play up on the ball, you pressure, you do all these things. That's not how Giannis plays defense. That's not how Brook Lopez plays defense because it pulls him away from the basket. He mm. just wants to stand there and block shots. Yeah. And Dame does not play defense. So right. clearly cool. out of it, right? It's, if Drew Holiday was there, Adrian Griffin doesn't get fired. They probably don't even have that many losses. Because of how defensive-minded of a coach he is, they they did Drew Holiday dirty. We know that. We've yeah. said I've said that before. I hope Boston smacks the box. <laughs> the thing is, and it, too, what happened if you notice the timing? A couple days before, a week before, the Bucks played the Cavs. The Cavs scored 140 points on them. They humiliated the Bucks. Granted, Giannis didn't play. You looked at Giannis on the sideline of that game. Of that game, he looked like. We're like, is he going to suit up at halftime and come in? He was pissed. Like, he was like, I, I like can't believe how badly they were doing. And Damian Lillard was just shut down. Isaac Okoro 
shut him down completely. He did nothing that entire game. Like, I, you know, I think he had like 18. He wasn't, he scored some, but it was not like what he needed to do with Giannis being out. And, and this Cav, and again, the Cavs scored 140 points. So obviously no defense was being played. So to have that loss and then to see a couple days, you know, a week or so later, barely a week later, Adrian Griffin's out. And it was like the day before <laughs> the Bucks played the Cavs again last night, which they won. The Bucks won. It was, I, you know, I was out, so I didn't get to watch the game to see, you know, how close it was or whatever. It was an okay game, but it was still fairly high scoring. And so we'll see. They have the Cavs have to play the Bucks again this week. So I don't know if they play tonight or tomorrow, but yeah, Giannis did play last night. So, and they, the Bucks played with an interim coach. Doc has not started yet. (laughs) (laughs) Boy. Yeah. I just, I mean, Doc Rivers, I can't believe he, yeah, he got one championship years ago and he's blown opportunities with several good teams with superstar rosters with the MVP Joel Embiid. I I don't know. I I, <laughs> I just uh, and I and I think the way it happened again. Watching some of the other commentators talk about this, the way it happened seemed very just. Yeah, basketball is business, but the way it happened seemed very not cool, in my book. I I, I but there's, there's a piece of me that feels like. Maybe, maybe it was, maybe the writing was on the wall a little bit, both coach, both coach and team. Like maybe the maybe, coach wanted to balance. Maybe, maybe it was like he wanted something, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. they were like, no, and he's like, this is how he wants it to be. And then there's that kind of like back and forth. To me, it's like they totally just gave up on this guy. Yeah. And how do you do that? There was also a comment that he I don't think this was true but I sent you the meme about him the coach saying Giannis's brother Thaddeus him being in the NBA was like insurance no I think everybody believes that that is the the uh, case yeah not like it's not to say that it's true but obviously like if I played in the NBA my brothers played and I was a superstar you better believe I want my brother to have a seat there I know that person regardless has my back that's a you know Right. But also, you the test would be if Doc Rivers says having him here is not going to make us win, would Giannis okay the trade of his brother or the release of his brother? Is the championship worth that much to him to do that? That's the question because he's a roster spot that could go. And you don't really you don't really have that great of a bench, and you need so, a better bench. And and so this is this what's is what makes me wonder, you know, like to your point about Griffin, did he also kind of want out because maybe he just went in and said, Hey, I want to trade to make our bench better. And we got to do something. And, you know, if we're going to go this far and he was getting pushback or they weren't doing anything, he goes, well, maybe he, he pulled an ultimatum and he lost, (laughs) you know? People do that sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. I, eh, who knows what goes on behind closed doors? It's definitely seems suspicious. And the Bucks, like I said, you know, 
karma will come for you. So you yeah, did karma not- is his name is his name is Doc Rivers. He's broken up more big three teams than any other coach in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, you did Drew Holiday dirty. You bring in this coach in a very sort of yeah. suspicious way. Your car your karma is gonna come for you. I mean, I would be very yeah. surprised if it doesn't come for the Bucks in the form of oh, for Boston sure. if they even make it that far in the playoffs. So yeah, exactly. They could just Indiana's gonna beat them because that's what I feel like. They've already be- Indiana already <laughs> beat them in the in season tournament. I think it's three times. I think they played three times already. I think they've beaten them three times. I mean, That's yeah, a... exactly. Like, it won't even be, it might not even be Drew Holiday that has to beat you. It could Indiana's going to beat you. Yeah. Does that make you a championship team? No. Coaching deal does not make you a champ. You know why? Because Doc Rivers has only coached one championship team. Yeah. He's coached teams that should have won championships. He's blown more 3-1 leads than any other coach. Yeah. Yeah. More 3-2 leads than yeah. any other coach. Oh, okay. Let's leave Doc Rivers alone. We got it. Yeah, it's just it's a headache. There's been some other things that happened in the roller coaster. We, so your Cavs. The Cavs. Uh, the Cavs got some very rough news. The, what the same day or the day before the Doc Rivers news? The day um, before. The day before. Okay, so it took a little the yeah. heat off, and it, no one has really been talking about it much aside from when it came out. Tristan Thompson has been suspended for 25 games. You're the one tested who positive for, what? Tested positive for two different steroids in his body. Two different not one, but two. performance enhancing drugs. Yeah, let me not say steroids. Performance enhancement is a better yeah. way to say it. Yeah. They're just banned substances by the NBA. Because yeah. I don't know they if they were be... both actual steroids. I think one was and one was like something for recovery yeah. there, time. I'm... So to be fair, there are certain things that players are allowed to take that aren't yeah. banned substances in the leagues that they play in. Yeah. Some are banned. Yeah. You're, you should know what you're putting in your body. You should know what's on the list. Yep. Sometimes your trainers, you have trainers and you're not questioning them and you're just taking what they're giving you. Most of the players end up in that zone, except baseball players. Baseball players always know steroids, man. But <laughs> my, my first thought when I seen that was, as somebody put on Twitter, this guy's taking two different steroids for three points a game. Like, what is going okay. on? <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> true, true. But let me let me give Tristan his, well, I don't even know, his flowers, not really. He'd been putting, he since Mobley's been out, he has been playing more minutes. And he's been not just, it, it's not just about how many baskets he's making. He's a player that could go in the game for the Cavs give Jared Allen a rest and not do damage to the team, right? He yeah. could go in, he's going to get you some rebounds, might make a, might get a point or two here or there. He's also a little bit of an enforcer type. Like he's not going to like, he's not going to get pushed around yeah. because he's on performance enhancing drugs, you know? So, and he'd been playing a lot. It's, he'd been playing more minutes in the last couple of weeks since Mobley's been hurt. So he he's playing an important role on the team, even if his stats don't fully reflect that. So also he is a locker room, you know, he's a, he has championship experience, playoff experience. Like, I think he's a 
good guy in the locker room and in all of that. So he can still travel with the team, I believe. So, and I think he's still allowed to practice as far what I heard. So he's just not allowed to play, but 25 games, man. I mean, for perspective, John Morant got a 25 game suspension. So yeah, but John Morant was being that, 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 that. So it's yeah, different. Exactly, like, but exactly. That's what I mean. I, I'm, I, I'm, feel, I feel, I feel I'm, like, like, I think because the league has like, yeah, I think the league has protocols for the banned substances like they have like a degree of like it's automatic 25 game suspension right like it's not like it's not debatable for 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 banned substances i think it's automatic like it's 25 right nobody's gonna nobody could talk him out of that and i think like you know he's a little bit he's a little bit older he probably didn't think he was going to be playing the minutes that he's playing right now Right. right And then now you're thrust into, you have to be the backup and we need you to be good. And you get a little bit nervous, like, hey, maybe I need to do something just, just to make sure that I'm okay. And so oh. that I can play all these minutes that I'm, yeah, I'm playing, right? right? But And also he I mean, wasn't, who knows how much he was working out before, you know, he came in in free agency. So, you know, he might've been like, I need to do something fast to get in shape. I wonder if the league just like tested all the players that went to Paris to play. Yeah, so... The Cavs went to Paris to play Brooklyn. It was awesome, actually. It was really, like, it was really cool. They got to do all this stuff in Paris. They played the Nets. They won. And they actually were the home team in Paris. So it was considered a home game for them. It was really cool. Uh, And I think for a team from Cleveland, like, my dad really thought it was cool. So I think think for a team from Cleveland to get to do that, like, it was kind of neat. But, yeah, I think, well, I think a couple things about testing with Tristan is you get tested randomly, I assume. And maybe all the the players that went to Paris got tested. Also, if a team starts doing well or a player starts doing well, they test you. So yeah, like, it's a measure. It's a measure for sure. Yeah. You like, score 30 points a game for a week and you're not a 30 point game scorer. You're, you're going to get tested. Yeah. So like, like Miles Garrett, the joke with the Browns, he would he get he would get tested every time after he had a good game. If he had a bunch of sacks in a game, they test him the next Monday. Or yeah, if he yeah. like, they'd be like, if he, if he goes wears sleeveless and shows off his arms, they test him. So, yeah. so I think so. And, I, and who knows? It could be you know like if you, we're if, having a win streak. They were having this eight game win streak, so they're yeah. looking at that. They're like, we're going to test the whole team because they're having this. Yeah. Eight, nobody else in the NBA was having a win streak like that. I think the Knicks had a five game was the closest. And so yeah. it could have just been like, hey. They, you, you know, the NBA is ramping up the random testing because last year they did it. Every time someone scored over 50 points, they tested them like right away. John Murray got tested like three times. Yeah. Dame Lillard got tested like three times. And, and that's, that's the thing. I'm wondering if if also because and the target in test, if they tested all the calves, the target might not have been Tristan. It might have been Donovan Mitchell. Because he got hurt. He he ran. He shouldn't have even been in the game. He he rammed his shoulder into one of the pile like the the basket, I think, the pole, anyways, a pole, and like really hard. And it's padded and stuff. And then he missed a couple games. And they were trying to say, oh, they said he was sick. That's what they were saying. Donovan Mitchell was sick. And maybe he was sick. They said it was non-COVID. And, you know, there was a lot of speculation that it was really his shoulder, 
and they just didn't want to say because they were winning the game when he heard it. He shouldn't have even been in that this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that for him, so then he was back and I think they lost one game and then the game after they went, they started their win streak. So I would assume that if they are testing the calves, all the calves, the target wouldn't have been Tristan. They just got Tristan. They yeah. got, they're like, well, oh. he brought, look, again, Tristan the Enforcer decides that he's going to shoulder Nick Claxton. When he, Nick Claxton ran into Tristan Thompson in that game in Paris. Oh, and then the shoulders, game in Paris. Yeah, your the theory is he, that it was because of the that. The way he fell, you're like, the aggression. There was no reason. He wasn't even close to him. He literally attempted to do it. And who knows, like Joe Dumars is the disciplinary guy and he is also one of the piston bad boys. They look at like aggression on the court. Like, are you being aggressive on the court? Like unnecessarily overly aggressive. Mm. Maybe they just say, hey, let's just see, let's just see. Or they just say, hey, we're going to test randomly one player on a team, right? They won't test the superstars unless they really need to. So let's just test one of these guys on the bench and say that we checked our balances. Right. He just happened to test him. He just and got he, he, he just got unlucky. <laughs> he like, yeah. I mean, because like this is the other thing. It's like you're sitting, you're looking at this, and you're like, he's not the only one doing this. No. And that's the other no. thing. They, they all do it. They all do it. They all take something to enhance performance. Right. Right. They all the the ones that get away with it. They have million dollar trainers. They know when to start and when to stop taking it, right? right? The NBA doesn't test in the off season. So you could technically do it for a couple months, get it out your system. And that's what you, that's what you're left with. Right. right? And also, and also knowing that there's ways to mask things. There's all kinds of strategies around this. And and also it could just be like, he went to go see some new trainers. They're like, Hey, this is what it is. And they're like, yeah, we have, don't worry, you're not going to get caught. There's no thing that's banned from the NBA. But meanwhile, there's things that's banned from the NBA, right? right. So, and they're thinking they're not going to test Tristan because they're not going to test Tristan. Bench right? doing three points a game. Why would they test him? That's right. But I think, yeah, so there, there's a lot of like, obviously, no one's talking about it, which I also find is very interesting. But it's he's not a big enough player, maybe that that's why nobody's I, I, talking or, about. Or or does the league have something in the in the in the collective bargaining agreement where it's just like, yo, if you got if you got caught, you can appeal it, but nobody's allowed to say why would you test randomly? This is something that we've baked into the CBA. Yeah. So that it, so that you guys have to it's like shut up. Well, this even even the the commentators aren't talking about it. Which yeah, no no no. Well, and also they tested him twice. Right. So they gave him the benefit of like, hey, let's just make sure. So <laughs> there must have been a lot a lot in the system for that. So they so if they tested him twice, which would mean they tested him, test positive. That could have been games before he got the other test. Right. They don't do them like right back to back. Right. Because they have to test you, go take it away and go do whatever. So right. this test could have been weeks before. Well, right? yeah. So, so maybe so maybe he was taking it when he just got back in to, to yeah. ball cup and he stopped, but it was still in the system yeah, when they tested him. So. Be out. Yeah. It's it's tricky. And I anyways, this this puts the Cavs in a position, as I mentioned. I think Tristan yeah. might not have been scoring a lot of points, but he was doing some stuff that was useful for the team. 
the Cavs now, I think they need somebody to replace him. Like they need another big because Mobley's still probably going to be out another few weeks. Darius Garland is also still out. That's a whole nother discussion. But I think, you know, Cavs have been without both of those players. Their schedule hasn't been too crazy hard. Their schedule is going to get harder or they're going to play some harder teams. And now there's debate of how Garland and Mobley are going to fit back into the rotation when they come back. And Garland will probably come back sooner. His jaw is still wired wired shut, (laughs) though. But yeah, he's got to come back. And, you know, Mitchell's been kind of running the offense and then you're you you're you've got players like Sam Merrill who came out of nowhere and is a three-point specialist. But Sam Merrill, he's shooting like 46% from the three and only shooting threes. Donovan Mitchell apparently said he wants him in the three-point contest, which it, he should be in it because he just racks them up. And yeah, so the the bench is doing well for the Cavs right now. Uh, and there's some players that are in the rotation. Okoro's defensive game has gone up and he's getting a little bit better at shooting. So they still have to guard him. They can't just like leave him. He's not going to, he's not a great shooter. Mm-hmm. They're in a tricky position of how they're going to fit those two guys back in. And Jared Allen's also been playing amazing. And possibly the argument could be said, is he playing better with Mobley not there than with Mobley there? I still think in like a game like last night against the Bucks, they probably needed, would have benefited from Mobley in the game. Yeah, um, that's the Cavs situation. They've got some decisions to maybe make, maybe not. Maybe they just mm-hmm. go with what they have. The The lineup has really been working for them right now without these two players. Let me tell you. Yeah, it's going to be a wild 10 days right now. So even if teams don't want to make moves, if teams above you make moves or below you, you have to make moves too. And Cavs are in this position. They are, they were, I don't know if they're still fourth in the East. They might be fifth now because they lost last night. They're, they were like, them and the Knicks are like four and five. And basically in the East, teams fourth through seven are like, have very close records. Yeah. So... It's, we'll see. We'll definitely. It's going to be good. We're going to have to do like episodes, yeah, in between the weeks because as trades happen, it's going to be crazy. Right. We're going to do another episode soon. We're going to be back to talk more about this. Talk about my calves. Talk about some football. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> Taylor but, Swift is still undefeated, man. Let's talk about that. And yeah, we'll be back. So follow us where you listen to podcasts, subscribe, all that, like our pod, you know, all of that. Follow me on Instagram at Liz Gallo. And we will talk to you soon. We'll be back. Very soon. Yeah. Yeah.